Hey, we are Tony and Sarah. We are best known as producers and educators in the dance and entertainment world. And although we've had some major success, we've also had some challenges along the way, which have included failed relationships, failed businesses, heart attacks, and even a near-death experience. Although we've gone through the hard, we still believe that fairy tales do exist, if you're willing to fight for them. So we are here to help you navigate your health, wealth, and relationships, and a little bit of Disney. By sharing what has worked for us, we can help you to keep Fighting for your fairy tale. Welcome back. Hello. To another week. I always listen to podcasts in the morning. So I always am like, and we record in the morning. I always want to say good morning, but I don't know when people listen to this. So I try not to, (laughs) but I felt the need to share. There we go. (laughs) Um, So this week I wanted to touch on something we've actually talked a lot about. Like I think in other topics we've brought up stuff about setting boundaries because we've talked um you just mentioned we we've mentioned like the whole the only people that benefit from you not are say it (laughs) the only people who benefit from you not having boundaries are the ones (laughs) see See? see, i did it too (laughs) only people who benefit from you not having bound oh my gosh only people people are mad about you having boundaries boundaries to benefit benefit from from you you not having any oh my goodness and but it's very true but it's so true i had to find that out the hard way boundaries were never an easy thing for me because i like to help everybody and i want don't you want this don't you want this too like I'm an apostle or something. I mean, not in the spiritual way. It's just, uh, don't you want to feel this? Don't you want to have that great life? Here, I'll help you. And then it's just, I've been taken advantage so many times. But I learned and yeah. picked up forward. Yeah, that was a rough one for me. It's not, it's not about burning bridges. It's not about being selfish. It's not about... um like upsetting people it's It's about self-preservation it's about protecting your peace um yeah there's um a lot of drama and distraction and frustration that we tend to allow into our lives um i heard this boundary it's called um the stacking effect And it's basically where when you let little things start to creep in, then it overtakes all of your boundaries. It's like a weed. Yeah. it's And I will tell you by us setting, and you've really helped me, um, by us setting boundaries for our relationship, our finances, um, and our my health i all of those things have gotten better like my taking care of me like first thing in the morning i mean honestly before 9 a.m for the most part unless it's very sporadic i'm taking care that is my time Mm -hmm. that is my time for me to get my walk in do my workout you know plan my day do all of that um not having money really helped me set boundaries in loaning money mm. uh, because there are people out there and you all know that friend hey do you mind can you can i borrow this and then you feel like the jerk that's like 
you said borrow and you pay me back. And like my mom taught me a rule of if you give my if you plan to lend money, it's it, you're giving it. You're giving it. You're don't don't so come back, come back. Putting that boundary in place is like, I'm sorry, I just don't have it, you know. Um, to give. To give. Um unless right. Unless there are people who have like shown you, like there are family members that we have um who you know, will you do this and I'll, I'll pay you back. And they do like right away. But that was after years and years and years of setting the boundary of not doing it. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then in our relationship, you know, we protect Sundays, Sunday, that was a huge boundary for us. Um, and we've been tested. I mean, the last year, year and a half, we were tested a number of times and we kind of, okay, we'll do that. And then, we're looking at each other on the way back from some activity on a Sunday going, what are we doing? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just mm. happened a few weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> like it's just draining. So I like this quote and I'll be honest, I don't know who said it. So if you know it, um, let me know. But instead of asking why it keeps asking, start asking why you're allowing it. Let's read that again. Instead of asking why it keeps happening, start asking why you keep allowing it. Mm. One of the things that kind of reminds me of the wisdom of my mother. I remember, and I was probably in my 30s, and she, you know, we call once a week, just check in. And I was, woe was me? She was, we were talking. I'm like, oh, I'm so busy and this and that. And oh my gosh, and I've got this and that, and 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 then, she, and I kept going. I'm so busy. My schedule's so booked. Mm -hmm. And she simply just paused a moment and said, "Well, don't you make your own schedule?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, touche, touche." Uh, so it's kind of like you can complain and moan and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, you have control of it. And taking control of it without being emotionally taken advantage of that is that is that is what you're that's what i was trying to do and i don't want to take i don't want to be emotionally taken advantage of it's just it doesn't feel good and afterwards you just well it doesn't feel good and afterwards i have felt just used and abused and everyone's everyone around me seemed happy except me mm -hmm. and that was not fun yeah it's Setting boundaries and like, uh, we talked about this a little bit when we went through um, the rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. We talked about it um, with my Enneagram about feeling safe. Um, just having boundaries are more of a rule, rules and um, precedents that you set for your life. And it makes you, it helps you feel safe. It helps you like, for instance, Tony and I have boundaries for our relationship that we have set, you know, we, we have set how we're going to fight. We set, you know, after a certain amount of time, we're not going to talk to the opposite sex. That way the other person can feel safe and that we are here. We have um, protected our Sundays. Um, all of those things we talked about and it helps us feel safe. It helps us feel happy. It makes our life a bit more comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, in our business, we when we were doing a lot more production work, 
you know, it'd be 10, 11 o'clock and she might be talking to a light designer. It's just, you know, we've both been, we both have, I guess, scars from being cheated on Mm -hmm. in the past. So, you know, so for us to feel safe, you know, anything, we just, we, we don't have an in-person or phone call conversation with someone of the opposite sex. And sometimes we try to make it with anybody. Right, um, really. Anybody, anybody, but especially the opposite sex. We don't, you know, we facilitate that. I mean, even last night, mm-hmm. I was texting someone after 10 o'clock, but it was your sister. Mm-hmm. And I even said, hey, just wanted to let you know I'm texting your sister. And it's not for what are you doing, what are you doing? It's mm-hmm. just It's just so that we have... It works for us. It may not work for you. It's very open communication. That way there is no, we have no secrets. Yeah. There are no, and then that aspect makes you feel safe because we have both been in where the other person is communicating with someone while they're sitting right next to you, you know? So I'm sitting next to Tony texting his sister and just instead of. I don't know. It's the sister. It's just sitting on the phone right? and vice versa. and texting it's just i think for us it works but um and you know and most people most people have no problem with it some people do but that's that's their problems (laughs) yeah but it's helped us really feel safe and happy and comfortable my boundaries for my health have been um very beneficial for me um and then just the financial thing too, you know. The finances, the financial boundaries have been it really helped us get to our towards our move towards our goals a lot quicker than before. So I have like a list of kind of triggers and um I like to call boundary check-ins. Um just kind of doing some research of you know, listening to a bunch of things and reading books and then just taking that information, going, what do I what do I do? What have we done to kind of figure out when a boundary is needing to be set? Um, and the first one is feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. When you are feeling overwhelmed, you you really need to take a look. Um, I felt this, um, well, it feels recently, but it was probably um, back November, December time. And it was just, there was so much just piling up. And I was, I was not setting great boundaries. Those Sundays that we had talked about, I was, they were, I was not protecting them. Mm. Um, I was in some instances, not taking care of my health. Um, It was just a lot. And so that is a huge, huge one. Mm -hmm. Um, next one is resentment. Oh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> or am I good at it? I'm good at having resentment. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. You are better. Well, because you're better at holding boundaries too, right? Believe me, we're not perfect. That is, I'm just letting you know. It's this. It's an ongoing activity to try and keep these boundaries. Yes. Um, especially when that person comes to you with the puss in boots eyes and mm, it's like it's rough sometimes. But um I don't know. I um it's difficult, but oh my gosh, so worth it. One of the people that I 
admire the most about keeping boundaries. I recently had a, a conversation with her, my sister. And from the time as I was a kid, she would she would stick to her boundaries in a way that was just, for me, so admirable. And then we had a conversation with her, I think, on one of the back podcasts. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us how hard it was to keep boundaries. And I'm like, well, are you kidding? You can say no, like the best of them. Yeah. I mean, because quite honestly, when, when it comes to my sister, the, it's kind of like insurance. The first question, the first answer is going to be no, no matter what you ask. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like your personal insurance company. It's like, are you going to cover this? Nope. And then you basically have to basically prove yourself. Okay. And then, you know, go through lawyers and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you might get a yes. Um, oh, she's not that bad, but it was, but it was, but that's my, but I had always admired her for being able to hold her boundaries. And then to find out that she found it difficult to do it as well. It's like, wow. Yeah. That's just wow. The one thing she said in her, uh, podcast with us was, um, your no's make room for your yeses. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really great, but like feeling resentment. If you are feeling resentful towards someone or towards something. And especially, I didn't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. especially when it comes to maybe your spouse or your partner, that that digs deep. And we've had many conversations where I'm like, look, or we've both been, you know, I we're going to have this conversation now and talk about these boundaries because this is something I want, or this is something Tony wants. Um, and we don't want to get down the line where we get resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've said, I don't want you to resent me for this. So I'm trying to have the conversation now. And usually those are going to be those situations where like, we can't predict, you know, we can't control and it's, we need to talk through all the different ways we can do it that way i know where tony stands he knows where i stand and we can start to make decisions um that protect our boundaries Mm -hmm. um next one is loaning things or money if you like i i know a friend she um she she complains about all time where she she help offers to okay we're gonna all go do an activity or whatever but then people don't pay her back Mm. you know and so setting up those boundaries and there are some people who will just take advantage Mm -hmm. and i don't ever think it's really ill-intentioned sometimes it is yeah sometimes it is oh yeah i'll let you finish no but it sometimes it is ill-intentioned but sometimes it's you know, they don't have it and they don't want to miss out, but you have to protect your finances. Mm. Like that is, you work hard for that. And if you have it and want it, like we said before, I mean, that's just a boundary we've set. The money goes out. We're not expecting it back. No matter what they say. It's just, if, yeah, I'll pay you back in two weeks. If they do great. If they do as a bonus. Mm -hmm. But I remember um, we were working on, an activity, um, a performance for some um, aspiring artists to perform on Broadway in New York. 
and it was great. And you know, there was a pay to play aspect to it um, for, you know, for a hotel and all that, the costumes, things of that nature. And one of the moms of the group, um, we basically helped them set up a fundraising um, campaign to help raise money so that the kids could go to New York. Kind of like, you know, people, the baseball teams on the side of the street asking for money, kind of, but a little bit more sophisticated than that. Um, and the mom had two kids. So she was, I think she was a single mom. And it was, you know, she was getting donations. Well, we didn't realize how many donations she was getting, but we were helping her with her fun, with her fundraising. And lo and behold, two weeks before the deadline, she goes, you know, honey, we're just not going to be able to do this. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, was it the financial? She goes, yeah, the financial stuff and things of that nature. So she kind of packs up, takes the kids, and, and they and they don't come back to rehearsals. <laughs> Next rehearsal, one of the moms was like, where's da-da-da-da-da? I'm like, oh, well, she couldn't do it. They didn't raise enough money. She goes, what is she talking about? I gave her $500. The other mom's like, I gave her $400. The other mom was like, I gave her $300. <laughs> Another um, person said, I know the, the I guess there was an um, automotive, automotive, um, automotive center or something like that. I know they gave her a thousand dollars. So we, we the, the smart part is we went, we had the account associated with the business. So we, I went into the account. She raised over $2,000, $3,000 and then just said, thank you. I'm not going. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you never know anybody's situation, but right. the boundary there was not, you know, it was for that trip not to take home. And the moms felt pretty heated because they were like, we were, we gave her that money. It's kind of like when you, I mean, I think we may have all experienced this where maybe a parent or someone says, well, I'm giving you this money, but you have to use it for that. Mm -hmm. It's like that, you know, I think we all know, which once you give that to me, it's mine to use how I need to. Well, and then there's always, you know, you know, you give money and then there's strings attached or people give you loan you money. And then there's this pressure of feeling that there's you know strings like you have to you know oh she gave me money so she needs me to do this so I'm gonna go do it instead of doing yeah. what I need to do you know I mean, just to me the bible says the best do not be a lender nor a borrower just you know gifts it's gifts fine. gifts all over the place but that's why I look I love my pens. I do not let people borrow my pens. No, you don't. I bought Tony his own pen, so he stop stealing mine. <laughs> so I guess what we're just saying is just manage expectations. Um, we just have found that the, it's it's a lot more common than we than we had anticipated, and we thought it was a you know just those boundaries. Of, and managing expectations too. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things I would say as as we set as we continue to set boundaries, more people tend to challenge them. Mm -hmm. um, I was working with um, the Sony Music Company, big you know multi billion dollar organization, and um, one of the producers was like, "I know you don't work on Sundays." But dot dot dot. Can you da 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 da? And I said, no, I'll, I'll be able to do it on Monday. Are you sure? We really need to get this done. I was like, 
And I kind of was like, if you if you knew that I didn't work on Sundays and this, so give it to me and I'll make sure you have it by Monday. Okay, yeah, you did tell me that. So I, if I hadn't fought back, he would have tried to get me to work on Sunday to do something that really, I think one of the things that really comes to a saying that I learned from one of my secretaries, an emergency, a lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Mm-hmm. And I learned that because I would come to her stuff with with last minute stuff. She'd like, no, Mr. No, no, Mr. Tony, sorry, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I she had to train me. I learned don't bring her stuff right that needs to be done in two hours. Right. Give her at least a day. And you know, she kind of trained me. Um, but exactly, you have to keep those boundaries with and manage expectations. If someone's gonna bring you something that's due in an hour, don't bring it because I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Yeah. That goes into my next trigger kind of. Um it's just the feeling of un- the feeling unable to say no. Mm. Um, that is a hard one for me. I always feel like I can't say no, but I've learned to, for me, go, but how can I make it work? Um, and then if I just can't, I it's so hard for me because I hate disappointing people. Um, but the one thing that I have this past year has really taught me is um, as we grow as a business and we get older and start settling and have goals and dreams and all of that, I have to be a lot stronger in this is when I'm available. If it doesn't fit, I'm so sorry. You know, I can't do that. Yeah, I think one of the, maybe it ties into this, one of the things I had to learn, I'm still learning, is that you literally, at least for me, you have to train people on how to treat you. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot let people treat you the way they want to treat you. You have to stand up for yourself. Um and I feel this is in um, personal relationships, romantic relationships, parents. I mean, those that's hard. With your parents, um, uh, friends, colleagues, and I go if they're if they're your true friends, they'll understand. Um, but you know, especially with like with you, I mean, we've kind of worked through that. But I've seen you know people dating and things of that nature, and the way that people treat each other. It's it's unfortunate that um, they're having to go through that. Just, you know, from small things to, you know, just being able to, you know, I saw, I saw a couple the other day arguing over what coffee they were getting. And one of the people in it was, one of the people in the discussion was telling the other person, well, you never finish it or something. I mean, it's something, something it was kind of it seemed petty to me, but obviously mm-hmm. it was important to them, but I'm not getting you a venti because you never finish it. It's a waste of money and blah, 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 blah. And it's because, well, I'm feeling like, you know, it's just, it was, it, and that was just in public. So I can only imagine what it's like. It, I guess you just have to, you have to stand up for yourself mm-hmm. and you have to feel that it's worth it, that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. So I'll get off my soapbox. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Sorry. 
Um, next is neglecting yourself and your self-care. If you start to see that you are not taking care of yourself. Where did these extra 10 pounds come from? Where did, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. I'm not getting sleep. I'm so tired. That was me imitating myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, This one's me. Random desire to run away from your responsibilities. Mm. My family like to call me an ostrich. Mm. When I am not in a healthy spot, I like to put my head in the sand. You're so much um, better now. I am. Um, and a lot of that is because I'm feeling overwhelmed. So like that feeling overwhelmed sometimes you don't know that you're feeling overwhelmed, but you're doing some of these other actions that um, basically mean you're overwhelmed or you're resentful or um, you just need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times, like we said at the beginning, you, other people are bender, benefiting mm-hmm. from this, not you. And I don't, you know, it's one thing, it's your fairy tale. And people, you know, sometimes are like, you, you've got to help others. It's got to be about others, but you've got to take care of yourself first. You've got to fill your cup first. You've got to put your oxygen mask on first. And that is what I feel boundaries are doing. Um, some completing tasks and feeling like you have no support. Um, I think we've both been there doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that is something I think business wise, we both have done. Um, we hire people and then we don't let them do their job mm. because um, we just have allowed them. We've put in boundaries in place. Oh, Tony will take care of it. You know, or Sarah will do that. And Instead of holding people to, so if you like have people working for you, you know, you need to, you need to put those boundaries down. You need to ask for help, which is my next one is feeling unable to ask for help. Do you feel like you are always the helper and never asking for someone to help you? You know, think about that Enneagram, the number two. Are you a number two? Are you always helping and never it's being winning? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one's also me wanting to avoid certain people or gatherings, interactions, and situations. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's. A lot of times, because I, it's hard for me, there are certain people I'm like, on certain days, I'm like, I do not. I want to avoid them because I just don't want to hear the drama. Like those, the people who are tend to have a bit more drama or make everything. I'm like, how, what route can I take? Because I've got to get to this place. And I know that if I go this way, I'm going to run into them. Mm-hmm. And you know, so what can I do? So, and so I do that always. Um, 
Do you have a hard time letting people help you? Yes. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. But again, oh, is, this, that, oh, is that the list? Sorry. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, was. I thought I was mm. going to put on the spot. No. no. And then just feeling burnout. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, that's that overwhelm. What are, what are little things that are you exhausted? Are you tired all the time? You know, those burnout feelings um, are usually because you're trying to do everything for everybody else and never doing anything for you. Um, but I want to challenge you to come up with like seven, seven boundaries in your life. That well, you, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. Um, what about, what are some, I mean, maybe we can share some tools on how to keep boundaries. Cause we're talking definitely about what's happening if you don't, but, what are the tools? To- well, these are more like triggers for you triggers. to identify, like, because I think sometimes it's like because that habit or not the habit, uh, the boundary stacking, you don't realize you don't doing. realize what you're doing. And so these are triggers to kind of figure that out. Um, but how to hold them. Accountability is huge. I know that. um at least in our relationship, it was you and I creating boundaries together, what we wanted, and having having the ability to have you as my scapegoat, um, and you not caring about that. Mm. <laughs> no. I think for us, we just created boundaries that kept us both mm-hmm. feeling safe, and then from there, it was just it's one thing to create the boundaries and it's a whole another thing to protect it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if it's for yourself or for you and your spouse or business or you, or you against your boss, you know, um, it's what needs to be in place. And most of us know what needs to be in place. It's just to being able to enforce that is the hard part because of whatever situation, mm-hmm. um, especially when it's someone closer to you. Yeah. I mean, I've held the boundary of, you know, I'm not doing work text on Sunday and I will respond on Monday and I've said, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I put my phone down and I don't um, respond on Sunday, but, and then go into whatever answer. And I have gotten, wow, that's really good. I wish I could do that. You know? And so people, you, you never know who you might actually inspire by holding those boundaries too. Um, I think also what Nicole said, you know, every no provides provides you a yes for something else, something you really want to do. So, and I know like for me, when I hear no, it, it's very negative. So don't think of it as that. I, you know, I don't think of Sundays as my time with my time with Tony as telling other people. No, I feel like I'm telling my husband who means the most to me. Yes. Mm. You know, so flip the script and how maybe you are thinking about it. And um, that might be helpful. Um, I will tell you, and I don't, I don't, think everybody should do this but being in a rough spot financially 
helped me hold my boundaries with my finances for sure. No, we all kind of because I couldn't say yes. Have, I mean, we all kind of need to get. In some cases, not everybody needs to get to rock bottom to make a difference, but sometimes we do. We need to get to that. Okay, there's uh, there's the only way the only way I can go is up. Yeah, to be able to understand and present that. But yeah, I mean, I will tell you the hardest one is the health. Mm-hmm. You want the cookie. You want don't uh, I. I don't know who wants to work out. I mean, we went on a run together this morning. I don't think either one of us wanted to do it. But we did. But we did. And it was painful. I think it's, I think one of the things is but identifying. I don't, I don't either. I, mean, I don't think there's a bit of time where I would have actually gone and worked out and said, oh, I regret doing it. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's determining what's a want and what's a need mm-hmm. you know and and sticking to those needs um we need to work out if we want to stay healthy yeah. we need to eat healthy if we're going to stay healthy um well and unfortunately we've been in situations where in order to stay alive you know mm-hmm. you've got to watch it mm-hmm. so um but I want you to, I want to challenge everyone, um, and even you and I, um, and some of them you may already have set and you can do that, but seven different boundaries in your life. Um, and I really want you to kind of come up with at least three of them being one for your health, one for your wealth, and one for whatever meaningful relationship. If you, maybe you're single. So if there's friends or family, um, family's hard, family's real hard for those boundaries, but come up with at least come up with seven, but three of them being in those categories and, um, just try to hold to them, just make them the rules of your life. And, you know, I'm a rule follower. So once I have rules in place, it's easy for me to I mean, one of the things that helped me was um, we're starting with the boundaries. Take seven boundaries. It sounds like a lot, but when you get to it, it's like, oh, when you start, start, when you really start pushing it in there, it's like seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think take seven. Um, and then we just challenge you to do it for a week, just, yeah. just for one week. If it's, you know, I'm going to call my mom and make sure I make time for my mom and I'm not going to. You know, now, of course, you know, if you're a parent and the kids and you have the kids, you know, I've, you know, we've all been there to a certain extent. Um, if you ever had kids, you may have something planned and then life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just having a buffer of when, of when those things might happen, um, when you might call your mom or your dad or your friend or take that 15 minutes at, you know, when the kids are in school or if they're homeschooled, when they're, you know, if they're taking a nap, if they're younger, I think, you know, your schedule best. So put a boundary into what you need and when, and make those happen and try it for a week and see. And one thing I would like to do is write down at the end of the week, what was, what went well and what was a challenge and use that as a, as fuel to get through the next week, just one week at a time. Actually, even one day at a time is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and let this get some momentum because 
those little wins. And if you up, did, yeah. if you did like the notification challenge on your phone, right? That's a boundary. You are that is your phone helping you set that boundary. Um, one of the boundaries I try, and I'm not always successful, is I try not to eat any food that is not planned. So if someone shows up and says, which was hard because Easter and I got a chocolate bunny and mm-hmm. I did not stick to my bad boundaries. But um, I, if someone says, oh, you want a cookie or, oh, you want a cupcake, that's not really planned. But if I'm going to a party where I know there's birthday cake, I I, I know that's coming, right? Mm-hmm. So I teach at the dance studio. So sometimes kids will bring stuff or someone will have an unexpected treat of some sort. And I try not to indulge in those unexpected things. Mm-hmm. That's just something that's kind of a rule that I have set for myself, a boundary. And people are, I've gotten, oh, I know you don't eat that. No, it's just because I have a boundary that I didn't know you were going to feed me that. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I have already figured out my plan for my food. So I'm a planner as we have learned. So those like they can be very simple. Um, you know, we don't do the Sundays or we don't talk after uh, nine or ten o'clock, depending on who it is, or um, you know, those are little, you know, I or just take maybe 30 minutes for yourself during yeah. the day that you get to read or work out or just me from, time. From seven to eight every morning, that's your time to do with what you want. So um, I'd love to hear what your boundaries are um, once you set them and maybe they'll help inspire someone else. So uh, definitely go over to our social and let us know what that is. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts because this was, I mean, I have to say all the things that we've learned that has helped us um, move forward in a positive light. This has been, for me, this was one of the hardest challenges was keeping the boundaries and it's not like i said we're not perfect we're definitely not perfect but um by holding them you know by by saying by upholding your boundaries we have found that it's it's saying yes to ourselves to our relationships um and to our life and it's been real it's been a real help um and just keeping the momentum going you know that's a completely different challenge in itself but you know, if it's not worth working for, is it worth really having? Right. Yeah, that's that's where that's our motto. So if you're willing to work for it, it you know, we're not like I said, we're not we're not gurus, we're not masters. It's just it's just what has worked for us. Just nuggets of information and the boundaries are huge. I kind of feel anybody who's done this, from my family members to friends who've done the boundary challenge i guess mm-hmm. i have truly haven't if they've done a serious boundary that they're needing to work on no one's really ever come back and regretted it they they kind of it's more fuel for the fire to keep going because oh my gosh it felt so good that felt amazing that felt wonderful and i had time to do this i had time to do that and um you know start small yep start small start small um Hopefully this has helped. It, like Tony said, boundaries is as two uh, recovering people pleasers. We it's that's very hard because it. I know that 
it has felt very um, selfish. And maybe it is a little bit, but I've also done a lot of work in that I've got to put my oxygen mask on first. Mm -hmm. And that if I want to do and be good, um, especially with the anxiety and other things that tend to rise up in my, um, in myself, that, you know, all these triggers tend to come up. And so that's usually when I'm not holding good boundaries. So um, you got to protect your peace. And um, that is how you're going to be better for everyone else and how you're going to have that fairy tale life. So um, with that, uh, we would love if you could write a review um, and just get the podcast out there um, a little bit more. We're so honored by everybody's support still. Mm -hmm. Um, We just got another report last night. Um, and, um, it, it just keeps growing. And so, um, we are honored, um, and we just, if you write a review, it would help push that, um, a little bit more, uh, follow us on social, Tony and Sarah official, and then Tony Smith producer and Sarah Nate Smith. So. Thank you guys so much. Hope this was some useful nuggets and, um, we'll let you get back to your day. Yeah. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.